0: Welcome to Texas TL in Exile. This is episode number seven, and I am TL, and this will be on Rumble and Spotify or Anchor, either one, the same thing. Uh, It's also available on Apple, the audio audio versions of it. And today I have with me Dan Griffin, who is a Film producer who has worked on a number of projects and was an actor and graduated from West Point and I wanted to have a little conversation with him about the film industry today and I'll be bringing Dan on in just a moment uh, don't forget to plug the little rumble button and subscribe subscriptions are fairly important they're more important than I considered it. And it'll eventually make it easier for me to just put these out and get them in your email or whatever. Um, But anyway, consider it. And if you would, hit the button and uh, I'll bring Dan on in a second. So with me today is Dan Griffin, a film producer. And has a lot of irons in the fire ever since I've known Dan. He's always had a number of different things, but film producing and... uh, Um, acting have been a big part of it. So I just wanted to bring him into the conversation because one of the things I want to talk to you about today is the film industry in general. And a lot of times we talk politics, sometimes we talk economics, but uh, the film industry is at a real crucial point. And since that's something I've been interested in for a long time, you know, we did the film Lies of Omission, which was a documentary. And Dan does more feature stuff. And that's really what I'm kind of sliding into that myself. So I wanted to bring Dan in, somebody who's knowledgeable about the industry and and the the changes that are taking place and speak with us for a little bit about that. So uh, without that, um, Dan, let me ask you something. Uh, uh, Where do you see the film Industry right now. I mean, with the pandemic, it got a little uh, screwy. But um, uh, where do you think it is now, coming out of the pandemic, somewhat?
1: Well, who knows? Uh, you know, without getting too political. I guess we'll come out of the pandemic as soon as everyone stops watching TV. But we were doing a um, we were doing a feature film down in Georgia uh, last year. For a couple months and you know, there's there's so much testing, wear masks, do everything else. It's it's become tricky. It's it's you know, it's hard enough finding financing, as you know, without an additional like two hundred and fifty thousand is about what it comes out to for all the testing and the extra this and that and people watching it and um watching over everybody, you know, every every week and every other couple of days we were alternating people. But, um, you know, whenever there's troubled times, there's always new innovation that comes out. And a little bit before the pandemic, obviously, but John Favreau and some of the stuff they're doing right now with the Unreal Engine and, and Quixel and, and some of that, what they're doing like when they were filming The Mandalorian, um, is very interesting. Uh, there's definitely newer innovation that's coming out. I, I'm working with an optics company right now, um, Light Path Technology. What we were doing with Light Path Technology, uh, I, I can't wait to start bringing this more into an entertainment application, not just a military application, because what we can do like they're like they're doing with Mandalorian, like they're they were doing with uh, w- what Jim Cameron was doing with um, Avatar and everything. We're gonna be able to do so briefly without giving too much away. New innovation is coming. That's neat. Um, we're at the point where everybody was binge watching. I think it's really given a lot more strength to the OTT platforms that are out there. Um, you know, I had one for years and then. We let that go, but it looks like some of that's being revamped as well. So I I think I'm I'm excited actually. I've got to say I'm excited. The filming's become a lot more diverse. The opportunity for distribution, I think, is becoming a lot more diverse. I think it's going out to a lot of other places, um, which is offering better possibility potentially for independent filmmakers to get their stuff out. So that's interesting. Um, Financing is always troublesome, obviously, but there's new ways of doing financing. Uh, One thing we're working on right now, a new crypto, Griffin coin, will aid in financing feature films. So that's exciting. Um, You know, one thing we were working with a little while ago, if this isn't going too off topic, a buddy of mine, Rick Pamplin, who you know very well, yeah. um, you know, he's he was doing his uh, movie Money Confidential. It's coming out with uh, Louise Levinson, her new book on uh, uh, financing and filmmakers. Uh, filmmakers and financing actually is what it's called in the ninth edition. There's, there's new things out about some of the new technology and new ways to finance uh, your project. Uh, like I said, I'm hoping the crypto will be a potential for that. Um, I know you've got a lot of great projects, so, you know, which are on the radar. I think that, I think right now something is, if it's not here right now, it's going to be here. People are tired of this, you know, pandemic that's been going around and they're, I think, People are ready to get back into the swing of things, and usually with that, there's new innovation, and I think you can see some of that, so I'm excited to see what's going to come out of this, if that answers the question.
0: Well, I did also want to look back at when people think of Hollywood, they they think about the town and the excitement and all of that but when film people think about hollywood they think about the studio system Mm -hmm. and what in my mind and you know from my perspective it seems like that's really about to um collapse and how how do you feel about that
1: it's going to change um i don't know if I'm hoping that it's not going to collapse. We're all hoping it's not going to collapse. Like I said, I think a lot of things are changing. The studio system is definitely adapting and evolving, and they've been dinosaurs for a while. Actually, people—I mean, they, they've known about so many other things. I remember when we had the OTT platform. They, no, no, that won't work. That won't work. look at Netflix. Look at everything out there and nowadays. You know, it, it darn well did happen, and those that missed the boat are, are chasing after it now um you know new innovation in 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 the camera work and the vr and stuff you know people were missing out on that that's coming you know very quickly and it's here it's not coming it's here it's been here um i think the studios are going to have to go back to the old system that's at least the way i've been presenting it and looking at it and that's like the old studio system where people are doing a lot of their own thing from start to finish. And that's what we're hoping to do with the coin, with this group, with some of the new things that are happening, whereby we're taking a project and trying to look at the right project, and I'll get back to that in a second, but the right project, help to finance it, help people to help finance their own. You know, I'll touch on each of these in a moment. And, you know, the whole production and getting the people involved and getting everything. And then the distribution and getting it out there on the market and the stuff like that. Now I know I, I kept saying, I'd go back. There's there's so many different things. And I was just on a podcast. Um, as you can tell, and as you'll see, I'm thinking I'm still wearing the same clothes from the last podcast. Uh, but the um, right now, you know, Everything is changing. The, there's more opportunity. There's going to be more opportunity for the independent filmmaker. There are different ways of financing your film. I know a lot of people are trying NFTs and stuff. That might be a short term, but that, that makes me laugh, actually. These people doing it with NFTs, you're kind of going against the whole point of, of having a decentralization you know, currency that, that people are doing their own thing. You're not, because you're, you're based off of somebody else's blockchain or something like Ethereum or something. That's why we were creating our own coins. So we'd be off our own. But um, I think that the films now are becoming a lot more global. Like everybody thinks because there's a million different distribution sources right now, and and, and for a while, people were getting anything up on, on some of the platforms. It's true. But now that we've hit this two years almost of total binge watch and everything else, we're going back to, it's got to have good people in it. It has to have good writing. It has to have good film making, you know, I I think a lot of that's changing and the people who think they're going to just come up with an idea and get it on anywhere have to be able to realize that they're going against the entire world now. This is not, one little section i mean we're doing stuff with dubai right now we're doing stuff with saudi arabia um there's obviously asia is doing stuff all over the place um but the your your project's gonna have to be that much better i think i think you're gonna have to be that much more focused on your writing and good writing and, and good filmmaking and good acting i don't think you can just take anything and throw it up there it's just not going to stick People are becoming more savvy they're becoming smarter film watchers uh, not just makers
0: right right you know. so when it comes to indie do you have an estimation of say budget versus return i mean i've seen i've looked at the box office a number of times and you got some 25 million dollar films that made seven million dollars do you have like a a range that you think would be i mean i understand if you're going to do you know spider-man right and you're going to have a a hundred million dollar budget and Mm -hmm. you can expect to make 250 to 600 million back from it because of the franchise but on a smaller film level is there is there anything you look at as far as well, if it's 5 million, um, we can pretty much count on getting this return. And if it's, you know, is there, is there like an upper limit on indie film? Because, uh, you know, we have lives of omission on like mm-hmm. five or six different streamers. No, eight or nine, actually 10. And we get, it's picking up some momentum, but, but um, mm-hmm. uh, that's like 10 different streamers.
1: I think right now, you know, it seems like the platforms are very comfortable in that like one to 3 million range. I think theatrically, a lot of stuff they're saying three to 10, three to seven, you know, is pretty good. Um, There are, you know, some of what you were saying where people aren't looking at certain things or they are looking at certain things. I think a lot of that is what has been stuffed down our throats that we should be watching. you know, with the media and everything. I think what is happening through all of this, one of the things that's happening is I think there's a lot more avenues opening up right now for people who are back into what this country was based on. And that's the country, the constitution, family, God. Um, I think people are getting sick of a lot of the other stuff that's been jammed down our throats that we've been forced to take and you're seeing that in the theaters. A lot of these, these things that are getting out there now, or even onto the platforms, are not making it. They're, they're dying, and I'm glad to see a lot of them die. Um, a lot of these things and you know, I know we were talking about not giving too many kudos to different things, but stuff like Pure flicks, stuff like, you know, a lot of these, these better projects, these better platforms that are looking at stuff about family and God and good values and stuff, That's what a lot of people are missing. They're sick of seeing all the regurgitation. And we all love, you know, Jaws and Rocky and all that, but we don't need Rocky 25 and Jaws 32 and stuff like that. You know, let's let's make Annie black and let's do this, this, and let's stop. Like, let's come up with what this originally was in the golden era of films. Let's have some great content, great ideas, great storylines and it doesn't have to be, you know, your, your top five A-listers and I won't single out anybody, but they're just doing the same 25 films. I mean, let's give some people another chance. I mean, let's, let's start opening the, the, the pathways for other people. And I think a lot of that's gonna happen because there are becoming so many different platforms nowadays that are looking for content and I think you do have a chance as long as you have done your homework and you have a good a good piece of content.
0: Right. Well the reason I asked about that is because um I don't know what the streamers deals are exactly but it seems like if you get if if the film has too high of a budget and you never get a uh theater run Mm -hmm. how you know that that's where i'm i'm looking at 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 the budget versus versus the distribution if i can't get a theater run then how do i even make a million work or or three million work and i i can see them moving away from that but i don't think that they've moved away from it from the movie run idea far enough to say, all right, well, if I can get it on three different streamers, you know, I can count on um, recouping you know, up to two and a half million. So I can make it for about a million, be able to count on two and a half. You know, and again, like you say, though, I mean, you know, you're going to have to have good scripts. You're going to have to have good directors. You're going to have, have good, cinematographers you're gonna it's gonna have to be a compelling story it's gonna to have to have good actors i don't think one thing that i do see as a positive is that you don't have to have great acting people are more willing now to to take a chance on some actors they may have never seen or maybe there's one in there that that they've seen before and like something that they did um what, what are your what are your reaction to that
1: well you, you it was just saying that you don't think you have to have the great acting I mean that's not to say that people who have not been you know publicized through the the Hollywood system are not great actors I mean there's so many great actors out there that you know they haven't brought you you know what's one thing that's that's aggravated me honestly right now they're, they're if you have, you know, 20 million followers, they're more interested in that. Right. <laughs> because, you know, oh, is it, here we go. We're going to sell 25 million. You know, it's becoming a popularity contest. That's what the word I was looking for before. Wow. Um, you know, the lack of sleep. Uh, it's becoming a popularity contest where you have 25 million followers and all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, he, put them in. Put them in it. That doesn't mean that they're a good actor. Oh, oh my God. I'd like to see things happen a lot more where we're looking at what people can really do. And that's what I'm really trying to, to make happen. I'm trying to show the world who's still out there. Um, And, and, you know, we'll see what happens over the next little bit of time. And I'm not saying that you're not getting the name actors. Of course you are to a degree, but it's nice to give people a chance. They used to give people chances, and now that you know, and now they they don't seem to as much. You know, you're seeing the same thing regurgitated back and forth and back and forth. And I think people are are getting a little sick of it, honestly.
0: I think they. I think they. The film industry used to be like what the the publishing industry used to be like, which is, uh, you if you were an editor and you found a great writer. That was an achievement. So, you look for great writers wherever you know in the mass of manuscripts that you have. But I think it, it works the same way in the film industry now is that you know they have their established actors, and those are the ones who are going to be in whatever. And nobody's really looking for the prizes out um, that are out there, just like nobody cares if you're a great writer anymore, it's how many, it's how many people you have subscribed to your channel or whatever. And, um, and that, then they can, they, then they'll do the, the math on, on, on how many books you're going to sell based on how many, and that's all that matters. It might be a crappy book. (laughs) I mean, you know, I've spent my life trying to write quality, um, books and screenplays and and stuff that maybe come from a little bit different perspective but but is going to be satisfying to the reader because to me um, anybody can sell a lot of books about the same thing but i'm not interested in that i want to tell the story i'm i get i get shuffled off into the literary corner too often because i want to tell the the, i want to do the character study you know i'm not really interested in anything else and that makes for good scripts and it makes for good books but the market for it is harder to find you know because it's not you know uh i mean a lot of mine are are technically not westerns you know and um I've had uh, shadow soldier got turned down because it wasn't a Western and he was right. It wasn't. It's, it's a character study set in the West, but they only sell Westerns. So if you don't bring them a Western, then it's not going to happen. But, you know, I made that decision a long time ago to to either write what I want or make a lot of money writing what they want. It's a, you know, it's, it's a choice. And I made that decision, but, Um, what i was saying and i i seem like maybe um it got confused i was saying that that i think that if you have to keep your budget low then you're going to be looking for the what i consider the prizes the great actors that are out there that are undiscovered because nobody's looking for them and then they're going to be what what takes your your film to the to the next level but you have to train yourself to look for that i didn't i didn't mean they you know they you don't need great actors you do you're just not the no popular i i know actors, I the name actors you
1: know yeah well hey there, there's so many great actors even in the theater and, and stuff like that that are just being overlooked um but but everywhere i mean you were one of the things you were talking about is you can make the money or you follow your heart. I think, you know, I encourage everybody to follow their hearts because I think so many people, you know, they, they, they change, they, they're trying to, they're they're trying to suit what is the expected thing out there right now. And I think that has to stop happening. Um, you know, Biloxi blues, they always said, you know, if you, uh, If you um, compromise your thinking, you become a candidate for mediocrity. And it is true. I think you really have to follow your heart and just pray that it, you know, it finds the right hands. But I think it really will. I think if something's good enough out there, and a lot of yours really is fantastic. It really is. And you're definitely on the radar. You know, the, I think right now it's just, pushing that stuff, pushing the right thing. And I think the audience is changing. You know, I, I think that's something that hasn't been said as much. Um, everyone's trying to, to, to fix the studio or fix the way people are, are sending stuff out from the studio. But a lot of it's the audience that has to change and it is changing. I think people have to demand with their wallets. You make changes with your piggy bank, with the wallets. You know, if you want more family values, if you want more constitutional stuff, if you support the government, if you support not the government, but the country, the constitution, you know, definitely not the government. Yeah, don't no. support the government
0: right? No, not,
1: not this government could. Um, but, you know, you, you have to let that be known through your wallet. I mean, I know people are bored. I hate that word. Um, but you know, they're, they're just going out and watching this regurgitated, um, content. You know, I I think you have to demand the stuff that you want to see and that's what you support. And it's happening. It is happening. It's taken a while, but I think it's finally happening. And I think the next little bit of time, you're going to start seeing that. I, I really do. I think a lot of these independent distributors are pushing a lot of that and i think that will bring that about a lot more
0: well we've we've talked a lot about what what i consider middle america or that that uh you know uh, faith family and country sort of theme and i that's what i want to see that's what i want to put my money down for um but the funding seems to be very difficult to come by for for those sort of stories, and I, I I think hopefully people are starting to recognize the the cultural rot that is caused by the sort of things that we're forced to see now. Whether than whether than recognizing that we have the power of of to decide what is on films i don't know how many people i've talked to recently who have told me uh well i don't i don't watch tv anymore i don't go to the movies anymore i don't i don't need i don't need to be know, I mean, i'm out here in texas so it might be different in other places but i hear a lot of people say look i don't i don't like the anti-faith message i don't like being forced to um sympathize or 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 not really being forced to sympathize, but the only person in the film that you're has been written to be a sympathetic character is somebody I disagree with on a number of different levels, and they may not say it that way at the gas pump, but they do they do say, you know, well, I don't watch that anymore and and I don't." Know I'm not sure what they're doing because if they're not watching movies and they're not watching television and they're not reading books, um, I don't know what they're doing for fun. I guess it's all on Facebook or whatever. But what I'm saying is I think I there's some frustration, but I, I think you're right. I think there's a moment to where we can do that, but the people have to recognize that the power to do that is in their willingness to to deny other things in order to get what they want in other words you can't support all of that nonsense with your constant you know viewing of everything they throw out there and then have any leverage when it comes to get the sort of films that you want to watch you got to make them uh, go there now i thought and did have you paid any attention to that that movie stillwater with matt damon
1: I haven't seen Stillwater yet. I've definitely been hearing stuff about it. I have not seen that.
0: With Stillwater, I think it was attempting to be a nod toward Middle America. That Mm -hmm. they've lost that audience. They know they want it back. And they just used the wrong uh, venue for it, I think. I mean, I think they're recognizing that they're losing this. Right? Um. But since they don't know who the heck we are, they don't, they don't know how to get our viewership back. Right. Well, I think they are, have
1: been, I don't, I think that's changing, but I think they have been losing a lot of middle America. Um, and I think middle America is, is finally starting to get heard and they're, <laughs> they're about to be really heard, uh, potentially, but, um. Everything's changed over. everything is changing over. it hasn't changed over yet, but it, it is changing over, and you know that. Um, you know, all the stuff that's been forced upon us, people are finally opening their eyes, and I don't mean that they're becoming woke. <laughs> I,
0: mean,
1: <laughs> I mean that they are awakening. A- um, awake-
0: awakening means you're not woke.
1: Yes, correct and you know people are finally getting sick of everybody destroying our our history and destroying our constitution and destroying our family values and they've been trying to and this is one of the things that makes me nuts they and they be in the media they be in those in charge um their agenda is to try and divide the country they're trying to make everything you know, men, women, white, black, this, that, money, no money, you know, that's not what it is. It's, it's the value system. And it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter how much money you're making. People with a good value system are people with a good value system. And they are getting tired of everything. And it's all going to change over again. It's going to change soon. And if it doesn't change, they're going to make it change.
0: So um, you have a little bit of a military background. Are you interested in talking about that at all? Or
1: Definitely. I You know, I had gone to West Point. I just, I support, I support the men and women that are defending and putting their lives out there for all of us. Um, definitely support the Constitution. And you know I, I'd like to see a lot more of that in the film you know in the, in the film industry in, in what we're watching and I think you know we are Julia Ling I was working on a project with her she was doing stuff to help out against all the suicide that's happening you know within the, the core and within the the different branches of the military and like I said I'm involved with late path technology and we're doing optics for the military and we're definitely moving that towards an entertainment application as well right. and that's going to that's going to be exciting um, that's going to be a lot of fun the i think it's time that you know the, there's a lot of the people who are looking for skilled people look at your vets you know l- support the people who are out there supporting you, um, support the police, who are risking their lives for you know practically minimum wage, risking their lives to help people, and you know support the farmers, support the truckers, support the people that are are carrying this country, and and that's what we're forgetting. We're we're looking at the two you know coasts, the East Coast and the West Coast, and you know, all these, the, the handout people, they're, they're not the ones supporting the country. They're only the ones making some of the decisions, a lot of our poor decisions, but it's time to, for everybody to start supporting each other. I mean, loving each other, helping each other. That's what it has to be. Um, They've been dividing us. And I know I'm getting off topic for a split second, but they've been dividing us and it's time for everybody to stop being divided in our history it's time to tell everybody's history and the right way not changing it and but researching doing your research um it's time to start you know caring about what the military guys the the guys and gals who are coming back you know what they're going through and 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 the, the the terrible horrors that they've seen and their immense amount of training, not just militarily, but in life, and and ways that they're looking for jobs. I know there's a lot of different groups that are doing stuff in the entertainment industry with with vets. Please keep that up. You know, um, keep that up. And and Gary and his foundation and the, the you know the wounded warriors. All these care about different people it's time for the world to start caring about each other and it's time for the world to start caring about our own country uh you know back in the day people used to come here and they wanted to come to our country because they thought it was the best country to be in and they wanted to learn our our laws and learn our constitution and learn our language and now people want to sneak in and they want to do and you're just you're hurting yourself you're really hurting yourselves, even the people from other countries who want to be here. Take the time to be here the right way. Like, learn about the country. Stop trying to change it. Learn the language. Learn how we can help each other.
0: One thing that you you just mentioned that I think is the dynamic change in the people that are coming to this country is people used to come to this country because they valued the American spirit and the american um uh machinery somewhat and they felt like they could come here and learn how you how you do these things and you i'm sure a lot of them um, believe they would be rich but even if you're not rich middle class in america is like wealthy in a lot of different places and places that they came from so they but they felt like they could come here they could learn what we were doing figure out what we were doing do it themselves and make a million dollars or whatever i I think that was the spirit they came here with Mm -hmm. but now it's like they come here as if we're the bank and if you want money all you got to do is rob the bank if you allow that motivation into your country to a significant degree all you're going to do is get looted. I mean, yeah. you can build everybody else up into what their potential is, or you can get looted. You know, one of the reasons, uh, one of the producers I talked to, um, he wanted to help me do the film that, that we've talked about a, t- a time or two is not like that. Yeah. But he wanted me to come to California. And I'm like, yeah, it's the same decision I made about about writing, you know. I was reading something,
1: um, and I'm sorry, it kind of went on my, it was The Decay of Civilization, I I believe it was called. And, um, you know, people have to research what used to happen back in in the Roman times and the Greek times and stuff when there was certain open borders and certain things that happened. And, you know, what people are not realizing, they're coming here because of our civilization. They're coming here because of, what we represent and they don't even realize by doing it illegally and then not wanting to assimilate, not wanting to, you know, be productive, they're destroying what they're coming here for. I mean, (laughs) you know, it's like, if you're going to come here and and make it into the, you know, blank hole that you just, the poop hole that you just left, well, (laughs) you know, i don't know what to tell you man like <laughs> and
0: and, and hey, you know that's not too far off from california to moving here to texas either you but know san I mean, fran man you're, but uh you're you know. leaving that for a reason don't bring it here
1: well that's it that's the whole thing that's what's that's funny that is it's sad funny yeah they're all coming to texas They're come to austin come to all these places they can't stand what Florida's doing. I know Florida. They can't—they're going to Florida too. They can't stand what California's doing. And so they're—they're they're dragging it over here and collecting in little pockets and trying to create the same thing over here. It's like, you know, it didn't work. Exactly. I mean, it's like the studios with the well. Wait a minute, this isn't working for us. Well, we'll combine with two other studios. It's like we're a sinking rock. We'll Tie ourselves with two other sinking rocks. That'll make <laughs> right. that'll make us float. That'll change things. <laughs> No, you have to change things by changing yourself, changing the way
0: you look at things. That's how you change things. Give a little rundown of your of your credits, if you if you want to. Some of the things you've been involved in that you were proud of, or
1: yeah, okay,
0: um, you know,
1: not that much, but I, I've had a couple of good things here and there. Um, I, I I was always very happy. Not that I got the credit for it. That's 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 the that's the entertainment industry for you, as you know. God, I don't have to say that. But uh, how many things you've had stolen? How many things you've done that you don't get the credit for because somebody's lining their pocket? Uh, you know, being dishonest and trying to. I haven't moved as fast in the industry because I've been honest. Right. Um, you know, there's been so many things. If, if you look at my phone. I have like fourteen thousand contacts, and every contact I've got a little parentheses with the name of the person who introduced me to. Them. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't forget people even years later. All these other people, boy, you're helping them, and you walk out of the room, and they're forgetting you. Um, that I helped with its film tax incentives for Connecticut and Jersey. That happens like right away. They they don't know who you are three weeks later. You know um, who we. Uh, the guy who wrote some of the yeah, right, that guy, yeah, 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 that's me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I did help with, um they lost the director on American Gangster on, like, the end of the week before it was supposed to start the next week. And everyone's like, oh, my God, we, we, we can't call the, the uh, you know, the, the agencies now over the weekend. And we needed somebody, and somebody said, you know, everyone. And so they came to me, and I had been doing something with Tony Todd. Uh, Tony Todd. Tony Scott. I'm sorry. Hi, Tony Todd, by the way. Um, I was doing something <laughs> with Tony Scott, and I said, well, maybe Tony. You know, So I called him on that Thursday, Friday night, whatever it was, at like 11 o'clock at night, which Beyond did not appreciate. But um, it seemed like a good choice, and he said, you know, this wouldn't be my type of film, but my brother would probably do it. And that's how they got Ridley Scott onto American Gangster. All
0: right, all right.
1: Even though everyone forgot me immediately after. I should have gotten like a producer credit for that. I barely got a thank you on IMDb. <laughs> you know, um, I I found finishing funds for Cabin Fever 2 when the thing was closing and, and dying and on his way out the door. Uh, Chandler Foster I had met on uh, I Am Legend, which was a story just getting on that. But um I had met him. I had my new children's book out at the time and he, he had his daughter on set. Was, he was a great father. He brought his daughter, she wanted to be in a movie and, and they were looking for like crazy 600, 800 extras. And, you know, um, she he brought her and he was doing business on the side and she was there by herself and upset. And I wound up giving her a book and we started talking and then he came over, you know, there's some guys talking to his kid. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and we we started talking, we hit it off great. And, you know, he, he said, you know, I, I've always thought about getting uh, financing some films. And I said, well, that would be great. You know, you have that availability. That's awesome. You know, sure enough, I get a phone call from a buddy of mine, John, and he says, look, this is crashing. Everybody's leaving. It's gone. It's over. But if there's a, any possibility of still coming up with such and such amount, um, you know, we could keep this alive. And I walked over to him, I said, I think I have your opportunity. I handed him the phone and the rest is history. Wow. And again, they—they, they, I got no credit in the, uh, you know, on the film for that. I got no, because everybody, you know, immediately, okay. But um, everything happens for a reason. You know, um, I wasn't even supposed to be on I Am Legend. Uh, I, I was always telling all my stories Back in the day, with like Gattaca and Jingle All the Way and the proposal and all these other things to friends around New York. And they were all like, oh man, I'd love to be in a movie with you. Sure enough, I am legends looking for some crazy number of extras, you know, 400, 600, 800, whatever the crazy number was. And they all jumped on and they're like, Dan, jump on. We will all be in a film together. And I could not get in the film. It was it was done. And I called <laughs> everybody, Merrick Aspen, this one, that one, and, you know, so if they lose, and, uh, but I caught everybody back in the day. I don't even remember half these places. I don't even think they're around anymore, half the extra places. But um, trying to get on, and I couldn't. And then I, I knew somebody who knew the AD, and they got me on. And he's like, aren't you a producer? You want to be an extra? I was like, yeah, it's a long story, but, you know, and da, 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 So I wound up, and I was hanging out with them. And that's how I met Chandler and and got um, Kevin Feaver, too, finished finance. But yeah, there's been a couple of things. We did the original Dreamhouse, which got picked up by Warner Independent through uh, Kevin Hicks. It was a phenomenal film. And then the big crash came and the Warner Independent went under and they wouldn't give back the film. So they had the film. We were trying to get it back. And finally, they wound up making another Dreamhouse. Same title, same everything, same kind of themes of it. So we had to change the the title on ours or, or you know, fight them <laughs> with our you know very little money at the time you know there's just there's been a lot of things but um been involved with some shows and you 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 look, you can look up my IMDB
0: yeah but yeah that's just one there's... thing that that's one thing I think that that the viewers ought to look to is if you go to imdb dot com you can look up some of these characters and really should look up Dan. I mean he's got an extensive uh, credit list so um you know this little interjection there so
1: well thank you for saying that um you know i've been very blessed with the people i've met and learning a lot about i didn't go to you know west point doesn't teach film so much um (laughs) uh, after i got hit by the car and that changed my whole life um i did some stuff over at uh, westcon and then actually left there before i finished because that was just not going the direction I wanted. And I, I jumped onto um, uh, Central Park West. And, you know, it was, it was I was so excited to be in this television show as an extra. And they were filming this one scene and we were all sitting off to the side and they didn't get to us all day. And they said, hey, would you guys all come back the next day? I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. Filmed the whole next day, they didn't get to us. Would you guys come back a third day? Absolutely. Everyone else is complaining about it, not wanting to come, and they, they're not going to come. So when everybody wouldn't come, they're like, no, I can't come. I'm not coming. I'm not coming again. There's like two or three of us. And the director said, great. I'm going to have you three read for a part. And I read for the part, and he liked how I did it. And I, I got the part. I got to say a couple lines and do some stuff. And I was going to become a recurring character. And then they took the show off the air. Um, but that opened opportunities because he opened up an opportunity with me with um, Brian Lloyd at the time, Jake Lloyd's father. I'll get to that in a second or another time. It's not worth it. But, but, you know, the thing that was interesting about Central Park West, you know, I, I was a poor college student. You know, I, I had nothing at the time. I was so excited to be in there that when they kept asking me to come back again, I didn't have the money to go back and forth between Connecticut and New York. So I just stayed in New York and I wandered the street all night and then I'd be there early the next day. And the third day he came over and I did my part and he said, "Uh, is everything okay? And I said, "Yo, well, yeah, sure. Why did I do something wrong? Did I I do okay? He goes, no, no, you did great. You're just, you know, wearing the same clothes for like three days, you know, this that, everything And I said, yeah, I didn't have the, uh, I didn't have the money to go back and forth. So I was so excited. I just stayed you know, in a city, a 24-hour diner, you know, order a cup of coffee all night and and stuff like that. And he's like, God, I have to have more people like you. The industry needs more people like you. And that's when he gave me the opportunity when it went off the air. He took my number and everything. And when he called me to say, look, the show's going off the air. I am friends with uh, Brian Lloyd. You know, he's, he's one of the best managers out in Hollywood. Would you want to go meet him in a couple of weeks? And I said, oh my God, thank you. Of course I would. So you know, dropped out of Wisconsin at the time, and I, I was gung ho to go. Uh, my car actually had broken down. And I wound up hitchhiking a lot of the way out there, but that's a whole other story. That should be a movie. You should have
0: you should have um, wrote that.
1: Yeah, well, I, I I've got a lot of things still to to write and come, but I was there <laughs> the day that we were in a meeting, and he was so nice, and he, you know, asked me if I wanted some breakfast, asked me, and I, I'm like, hmm. That seems a little weird that, you know, not, not, yeah, I appreciated it, of course, but um, I was like half homeless out in LA, but it was, you know, I thought it was strange. And then all of a sudden, daddy, daddy, I got the part, I got the part. And he's like, Excuse me, Jake, I'm in with somebody right now. I, I, I I'm, daddy's doing business. And I said, Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm nobody. I mean, please take it. Congratulations. What'd you do? And he goes, Oh, I'm going to be Anakin. And his dad gave that look like, Yeah. We knew he was going to be Anakin. And I was like, Anakin Skywalker? I mean, I'm a total Star Wars nut, comic nut. And um, I was like, you're going to be Anakin Skywalker? So when I got done, I got his autograph. And his dad's like, oh, thanks. That's really nice. That was the, his first autograph. I have it um, somewhere. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, his dad said, look, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be managing anymore. And that's what I wanted to tell you i hope it wasn't a problem i know you came all the way from connecticut and i was like oh geez i didn't tell him how much i hitchhiked and everything i was like no 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 problem at all It was great coming all the way out here but uh yeah you know such is life but it got me out to la and you know and started the
0: the world of the industry for me so it was worth it you know a, lo- a lot of people don't see the hand of god in things that that i do that you do i'm sure you know that one thing seems to lead to another, to another, to another, and it doesn't make any sense at the time why you would do this or why you would do that. But, you know, when you look back, you, you see, yeah, I, I can see it now where it, you know, had I not done that or that not happened, I would have never been here. And if I'd have never been there, this would have never happened. I mean, you know, you can, you can trace that back where, you know, and meeting good people is part of that because the lousy people don't 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 impact your life that much. It's the good people who do good things, or yes. what impacts your life.
1: Definitely the hand of God. Definitely the foundation, whether that be family or friends that you've made or whatever. You know, all that drives you on. I mean, you're gonna make it. Your your your, your, your books are fantastic. Everybody's gonna make it. I really think we're at a whole new point where people are tired of you know all the junk that's just been out there over the last number of years
0: i think we have to sort of separate ourselves at some point from wanting that that um oscar on the shelf to recognize that that's a a a fallacious premise to start with that i mean i wrote i wrote not like that and in my mind i don't give anybody any any races Right. But in my mind, the main character is a black guy. And and because that's just the story. Because it's the story of a guy who drives a van and picks up um uh wounded veterans or 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 veterans to go to the VA hospital. That's what he well, he started out being a cop, you know. And so, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, you know, that it he the guy just seemed like a black guy to me, but the idea that i have to write that any race into it or any gender into it or any any identification of, of variant genders is ridiculous
1: i think a lot of that's changing and if it's not changing my advice is change it yourself if,
0: if Go out that's there what...
1: and, and start your own way to finance start your own way to distribute start your own way to you know, the thing is Hollywood has been killing itself. Hollywood's going to be dead soon. I mean, all you hear for the past 10 years from anybody that's like the up and coming from globally around the world. And I I speak globally all the time because I'm so involved with so many other startups and commodities and this and that from all around the world. I'm barely in the speaking to people on the US all day. And I, I, I'm on phones all day long. And the thing is, all of them and say, oh, I'm sick of Hollywood. I'm sick of the old Hollywood. I'm changing Hollywood. Oh, I don't want to be Hollywood. We're doing this for Mexico. We're doing this for India. We're doing this for Saudi Arabia. We're doing this for, you know, South Korea. Great. You know what? That's all, it's all changing. Hollywood's going to be very surprised very soon because all these people who are ruining it for us, all these people who need to be, make $40 million, you know, these newer ways of, of filming, you know what, man, we get a sound stage and some of this new technology, that's 25 crew people, you know? Right. 35 crew people and your same, you know, same group of friends that are, that are good actors. And you know what? Your own distribution source and the heck with it, you know? You don't have to worry about what other people want or think anymore. And it's going to get out there and it's going to make it. They need good projects and these will be good projects.
0: Well, they've, uh, I've heard a lot about transhumanism lately, and um, one of the things I always think about on that is, well, that's all fine and good until you run out of human beings. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And then <clears throat> when you run out of human beings, then you don't have anybody to watch your stuff. You don't mm-hmm. have anybody to act in it. You don't have any storylines that are going to be compelling you see what i'm getting at i did
1: no i i do you know the
0: human story and the human emotions that makes everything go if you if you erase that then what purpose do these machines have
1: yeah yeah i that's that's what i want i want stuff from the heart i want to i want to see the human spirit i want to see the human willpower i want to see overcoming terrible odds to make something happen. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what thing you are. That's not, I want to be in the film enough that I don't care. I mean, when you start thinking about that and looking at that and worrying about that, that means the project's not good enough and
0: you're, you're, <laughs> right. you're looking back in and out of it. In closing, would you like to uh, uh, leave anything with the viewer that, that you think is important?
1: Yeah, you know, keep following your dream. Learn the craft. I mean, everyone talks about show business. The show is like 3%. (laughs) The business is the 97 that everybody seems to miss. The one thing they don't teach you growing up and teach you in any school practically and stuff like that. It doesn't matter what color you are, what your belief is. It matters that you're following your heart. You're telling something that you know, something that you care about and not giving up on it you know, you keep fighting through no matter what, because it will eventually happen. And if it doesn't happen, don't be scared to go out there and, and change everything, find your own way to make it happen.
0: I think that's really good advice. And innovation is the one thing I believe in that has made America a great place because then I'm just going to have to start my own thing. You know, if I can't be part of your thing, I'm going to start my own thing. And yeah. um that's usually been to the benefit of, of society as a whole, actually. Absolutely. Innovation. And the other thing is
1: innovation and foundation. You know, have a good, solid foundation. You know, if that's not your family, create your own family. Make your friends. Get your, you know, the people that you meet. And more importantly, in your maker, in God. Stop worrying about what other people think. Go out there and just do it no matter what. Have the drive and the willpower and just don't give up. All right, Dan. Well,
0: it's been a great pleasure. You've been an inspiration to me. And um, I uh, just really look forward to having you on here. And I wanted to do something that was a little bit different from the normal stuff that we do. And uh, you did a great job. And I I appreciate it. And I hope you'll come back.
1: Well, I appreciate you having me. and, And I'd love to come back. Thank you very much. God bless. God bless America. All
0: right. Thank you, Dan. Well, that was Dan Griffin, actor, producer, military vet, and I thought they had some great uh, insights into the film industry these days and uh, the idea of uh, uh, just trying to be a good human being. So, thank you, Dan, and I appreciate everybody tuning in. Be sure to come back. Be sure to hit the rumble buttons, you know, subscribe do will make it easier to get it directly to you when they come out. Um, but anyway, have a good day. Adios.